Welcome to the Stronger, Fitter, Happier podcast. I'm your host, Vin, and today I am joined by Sadie because we together are going to be discussing a question we get asked a lot, and that is, how does fat loss work? So if that's of interest to you, please enjoy the rest of this episode. So, Sadie, did you want to get started? And <laughs> how winding you up? I can get started if you want. <laughs> All right, so... The reason why we're talking about, obviously, how does fat loss work is because a lot of people tend to ask us about it in terms of, like, is one of the main questions we get asked on in terms of, like, how does it work? What do you do? How do I lose weight? All these things. So that's what we're going to be discussing. And we're going to be talking about the base principles on how to lose weight, how to get into, how to start burning fat off your body. So first things first. What you need to learn about is energy balance. Um, Sadie, I've just noticed something on your screen on Zoom. Oh, no, what? <laughs> Do you have the whiteboard function on? Because I think you've got a little blue dot. Oh, no, you don't. It's fine. It's fine. It's just on Facebook. I'm not sure why. Oh, okay. I was going to say, right. I don't think I've done anything wrong. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so where was I? We were talking about so, energy balance. Energy balance. balance. Yeah. yeah, so with energy balance you have to get that right. And what I mean by energy balance is your metabolism. Your metabolism is how many calories you burn each day, basically, to keep you functioning, to keep your energy, to keep you going in the day. Um, And that will determine, obviously, how many calories you burn and what you need to eat as well. So to lose weight, to start burning fat, You need to force your body to start using your body fat as energy rather than the food that you're taking in. And some of it can come from obviously the food that you're, but you need to create like a deficit. So uh, your body needs to kind of take food, um, fat from itself to utilize for energy. Uh, If that makes sense. Sadie, do you know what I'm talking about? I think you've confused everyone, but I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Well, let me me clear it out. So the way your metabolism works is you have a base metabolic rate, so a BMR, basal metabolic rate, and that is how many calories you burn at rest, doing nothing, literally just functioning, just breathing, just making sure everything in your body is working normally. Then what you need to do is work out your active metabolic rate and natural actual metabolic rate. And what the way you factor that in is by basically calculating how much movement you do. So there, there are like kind of calculators you get on the internet and that sort of thing. But once you factor these two things, what you're doing through activity and your basal metabolic rate, you can get a figure. And that is your metabolism. That is how many calories you're burning in the day to function in terms of like, your movement, your breathing, your your hormonal function, all of these things, they require energy. So let's just say the average person, this is not obviously, this is just me saying generally, you'll have to work out your individual at a, um, metabolic rate. But as general, let's say you burn 2,000 calories a day by taking into consideration how much movement you do and your active, um, your BMR as well. To lose weight, to, to kind of start to lose, burn body fat, you need to be eating less than that, taking in less energy than 2,000 calories. And um, the reason for that is, 
so that your body is forced to eat fat from itself, if, if that makes sense. So rather than utilizing, so say your body needs 2,000 calories to maintain its weight, to stay the same, to function, then if you ate 2,000 calories, what would happen is your weight would stay exactly the same because your body's getting enough energy from the food that you're put, giving it. If you're going above 2,000 calories in terms of food into your body, then what would happen is your body will use that extra energy that you're giving it, depending on how much you're giving it, to create more of you. So let's say you're um, weight training and you're, you're telling your body to grow in terms of like um, strength and things like that, in terms of the exercise you're doing, then your body will start to develop muscle and grow muscle if you're providing enough like um, protein and that sort of thing and, and enough uh, stimulus from the training you're doing. If you're obviously eating more than um, just a little bit over the amount to grow muscle, then like, let's say you're eating well over your 2,000 calories, your body will build, use, use it to build more muscle tissue, but also more fat tissue. And then it goes in the same way that if you're eating less than 2,000 calories, what happens is your body's like, I'm not getting enough energy, so I need to take it from myself. So <clears throat> what will happen is you'll start to first utilize fat stores. So stored, like you'll start to use stores in your muscles in terms of glycogen and things like that, but you'll also utilize fat to create energy and that's how fat loss, that's how you'll start to lose fat because your body, if you let's say have excess surplus um, stores of fat then and you're only eating let's say 1500 calories, you've got a 500 calorie deficit, meaning your body has to take 500 calories of body fat from you every day to survive. So that, that was a um, good explanation. Yes. Yeah. Is that a better explanation? <laughs> that was much better. <laughs> All right, so that, that's kind of how fat loss works in its simplest form. So if that, let's say, um, Sadie, you didn't know ex anything um, about fat loss, which obviously yeah. you, you do know a lot about fat loss because that's what you do <laughs> primarily in, in terms of um, helping people. Yeah. What would you do then um, with that information? How would you interpret that as if, as if you were someone just who didn't know anything? Would you so be able first, to go away and then kind of try to start losing body fat? What would yeah, you take definitely. I think definitely, obviously, you need to first and foremost get the numbers right in terms of calories. So you've got to work that number out first. Um, but once you've got that number, obviously, then it's going through, okay, what is your goal? So you need to know, is your goal fat loss? Is your goal to maintain your weight? Or is your goal to obviously put on muscle or gain size or whatever it may be? Um, and yeah, and then obviously you've got to try and stick to those calories. So if you do want to lose weight, you need to make sure that you are under your maintenance. So you need to make sure you're in that calorie deficit and that you are maintaining that number in order to start to lose body fat. So okay. also, I don't know if you're going to go on to this, but also we need to talk about trying to improve on your activity level and stuff like that as well to help with this calorie deficit. Too. Yeah. So it's not all just about the food. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm more just talking about just how, how, how to create a fat loss, um, yeah. how to start losing weight, how to keep losing weight. So we, we've spoken about how to start losing weight. You need to get into a calorie deficit and you need to eat like less than the amount. Now, what would you say to people in terms of like how much to eat less than the amount? So anything less than the amount that you maintain weight at. So the example we use was if you burn 2000 yeah. calories and you ate less than 2000 calories, you would start to lose weight. So just to clear up and, to, and rather than me just talking, um, <laughs> how, 
where would you tell people in terms of how much would you how much yeah. should you eat less than that by so first of all it depends on kind of how much you want to lose but normally we would recommend about 20 percent so okay. say for example i'm not good at maths yet <laughs> <laughs> but if again if you had your number say for example it was 2000 take away 20% of that. <laughs> 400 calories. <laughs> there we go. So that would be a good amount that you would, okay, want to start with. Now, sometimes if people want to lose weight, say quicker, and maybe you've got like a short amount of time that you want to lose the weight, you might want to go a little bit further than that. But I wouldn't recommend that because it's not sustainable and it's not very realistic, like jumping the calories down too low. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would say about get your starting maintenance and 20% off that. All right. So I totally agree. I think for people to to lose weight, um, then you do need to be in around a 20% deficit. And the reason why I recommend a 20% deficit, um, and we recommend a 20% deficit and not less than that, you can go less than that. But most people want results in terms of that are visible. And yes. anything yeah, less yeah. than that, like while it will be visible over a longer period of time, you won't be able to see it in terms of as quick as you. So let's say you went into a 5% calorie deficit. What would happen is you'd have to be in a 5% calorie deficit for a very, very long period of time. I don't mean very, very long, like let's say three months, then you would see an amount of weight loss come off and it will be significant over a three month period. But in like, let's say a week to two weeks to three weeks, you may not notice that big of a difference in your body. Yeah. So it makes it a bit like kind of, um, you know, it's harder to stay at it. Yeah, exactly. I definitely find that if you have, that if you don't see much progress, it's very hard to keep going. Yeah. So, so whereas it, if the, if you saw the results a little bit quicker, then you're more likely to stick to it. You're more likely to keep going. Yeah. So you have to find the balance between um, the amount of the deficit and the results that you want to see. So w the reason why I said that was because a 5% calorie deficit is very easy to stick to. It doesn't yeah. have too much of an impact on the amount of food you're eating. Like you're still eating very similar to maintenance. It doesn't have a negative impact on like your energy levels, your hunger, your cravings, that sort of thing. Cause you're very, eating very close to um, like maintenance. The only problem is, is that your, your results are a lot slower. So it doesn't very, it doesn't make you motivated to stick to it. Maybe it doesn't make it very motivating to go, you know, I'm seeing visible differences in the mirror. Whereas a 20% deficit, makes it a bit more difficult to stick to, but not so hard that you're going to fail like a 40% deficit. Yeah. Um, but it gives you results that are good enough to see over a, a decent amount of time. Now, at the start of a weight loss, if you, especially if you have a big amount to lose, I do like going a bit further into um, a bigger deficit. So what I mean by that is like going closer to like 30%. Um, so that would be like, so the 2000 calorie example we used going into a 30% deficit would mean you'd be decreasing your calories by 600, which is a big amount to reduce by. So you'd be eating 1400 calories a day. If you burn 2000 calories. Now, if you've ever done that, you'll know that it's quite difficult to stick to into that big of it. Cause what you start to notice is your energy levels are affected. Your hunger levels are affected a bit more you tend to find that your energy decreases a bit more as well. So this kind of fat loss is really good for seeing really good results, like fast results. Yeah. You lose weight quite quickly. You see like body changes quite quickly. The only problem is very difficult to stick to long term. So let's say you did that for like 
three, four, six weeks at the most, maybe eight weeks pushing it. You'd have to be very disciplined. You'd have to be very strict with your diet. You'd have to, but you would see excellent results at yeah. that time. Then what happens is <clears throat> you then need to stick to it after in terms of like you've lost weight quite quickly. Let's say you lost like a kilo a week. So over an eight week period, you may lose that like eight kilos, which is very rapid. That's rapid fat loss. But rapid fat loss gives you very rapid results. But the problem is if you can't mean, if you haven't developed good habits in that time, then you rebound quite quickly. Um, so that's why like a 20% deficit is, is better if you have a lot more weight to lose. Um, because then, because you're going to be maybe doing weight loss for like six months as opposed to like three months. And then, you know, you've, you, you allowed you more time to develop good habits and build up to like a good routine and, and that sort of thing. But there are pros and cons. So that allows you more time to fail because you have to diet for longer. Yeah. And then a short-term diet makes you makes it better. Now, me personally, I prefer a, a short, rapid deficit. <laughs> but then you have to look at me as well. Like, I don't always have a lot of body fat to lose. So, and I've built up good habits from, um, over a very long period of time from when I used to be overweight to now. Mm. So, so it's easier for me to do in terms of I know what I'm doing. I have a window on it and I know I have an exit strategy as well. So those are things that you have to consider. Yeah, I remember when I did a bit of a, a rapid weight loss. It is hard, and obviously I do find I had to be very strict with myself, and the results came very, very quick, but I wouldn't ever do that long term. Like, it would literally be something I did because I had a holiday, so I had weeks that I did it for, I yeah. think six, or some, six to eight weeks, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think for the average person, I think that 20% is a great kind of guideline and to yeah. try and stick to. Yeah, you, you also have to think about like as in um, we've kind of touched on it is like an exit plan. So once you hit a goal weight or ideal body shape that you're looking for, what are you going to do afterwards? So just like you can't stay in a deficit forever. So what happens is you, you do need to slowly increase back to maintenance. But what most people do is they go on switch, off switch. And that's yeah. not the same idea you need to have. So what you need to do is the habits you're building up when you're dieting, that help you lose weight, so you, you know how to lose fat, you then need to keep the, the, the principles the same. So like if you're eating enough protein in every meal, if you're having like good source of carbohydrate, filling meals, lots of veg in meals, you then need to apply these principles when you slowly increase calories to maintenance so that you can keep up with your weight loss and not rebound like most people do. And like with the 30% deficit, what happens with most people, like a big deficit is they go on a rapid, rapid diet or they go on a crash diet, cut out all the carbs, go super low um, with calories, but then they they bump up like kind of calories again. So basically they just eat whatever the hell they want Yeah. when the diet is over and they've got to a goal that they like or the weight that they like or the time period's up. And then you rebound because you haven't, you haven't adhered to the starting principles that we were talking about, about like kind of managing calorie intake and out and mm. um, now you you touched on something before about like how to create a deficit mm -hmm. so we were talking about i've spoken about like you know losing weight the way to lose fat um you can reduce your food intake now you said about we don't have to necessarily reduce your food intake so what's the other way that you can create fat loss without having to reduce your food so just by moving more so okay. literally like 
I think just by, you know, this is why we touch on obviously doing so much steps and being active in that sense. So I do think for a deficit, there does have to be change in food, but to help with that and to create a larger deficit rather than just all coming from, okay, I have to drop my calories down, but also try and start moving more. Also try and start being more active. And that's why steps is just such an easy way that you can kind of, um, judge how much you're using, uh, moving, sorry, and then try and improve on that. So if you're currently taking, say, 5,000 steps a day, which is kind of below average, you want to maybe, okay, try and get to the 10,000 steps a day, which is going to give you a target, one, to kind of reach for, because you don't know, what am I moving enough? How do you know if you're moving enough? So step count is a really good way to know and also to help improve on that. So just by moving more can help you with your deficit and obviously with your fat loss. Yeah, so going back to the numbers... If you're trying to create a 20% deficit, you could increase your um, activity levels and your energy that you're burning by 10% and reduce your food intake by 10%. Yeah. And that will create like a 20% deficit. same amount, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be all 20% from food. Yeah. Um, So when when fat loss occurs, people then go, okay, so then what happens next? Like I've gone into a deficit, I'm still not seeing results as a quality. common thing misconception people like kind of common thing people bring up is like I'm not still not losing weight and I'm in a calorie deficit well to if you're in a calorie deficit you would be losing weight so that's something that a lot of people kind of com- get confused with in terms of like how to like if if you like how to lose weight like if you're actually losing weight if you're not actually losing weight and not in a deficit, and yeah. I mean, there, there are going to be outliers to that. Some people, um, it may be to do with like health conditions or like a metabolic rate due to a health condition, that sort of thing. But most of the time it's because you're not accurately, you haven't accurately worked out how many calories you burn in the day. You've overestimated the amount of calories you're burning or you've underestimated the amount of calories you're eating. Yeah, um, And that often is one of the, two biggest things that you get wrong. So people will like say that they do 10,000 steps when in, in reality they may do 10,000 steps during the week and then 2,000 in the weekend. And then when you average it out, you, you've, your, your actual steps is not 10,000 a day. It's a lot less than that. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that the food intake the same way. During the week, you may be very good with your food intake. And then in the weekend, you eat like maybe – I don't know, four or 5,000 more than you normally do. And then you've kind of gone into a Come problem. out of that. Yeah. yeah. You've come into like a, a deficit. Your deficit has been ruined because in the weekend you're eating a lot more food. And that's what's stopping you in terms of your average. It's not about the one day. You have to look at it as a weekly average. So often people say to us as well, I can't, you know, I'm going out today. I want to eat more food. That's fine. You can eat more food today. But then you have to work out your daily, your weekly average of calorie intake, your weekly average of calorie burn, and it still needs to be in a deficit. So two days, three days out of the week, you can eat more, but then that may mean that you have to eat less on the other days. So you have to average a calorie deficit across the week. Then that week needs to turn into a month and two months and three months to actually see visible changes in your body. And that's how fat loss works. And for anyone interested in terms of what happens when you do start burning fat, literally what, what your body does is I've said at the start is like you'll take energy from yourself to create energy. Like, so cause your body is missing that deficit, that 20% of energy it needs. What it does is it takes that 20% from yourself 
So you'll, you'll lose your burn body fat and what your body fat will be utilized is for energy and then it comes out of you. So the way that you actually vis reduce scale weight is because you'll lose it through water and carbon, carbon dioxide. So you'll literally breathe out fat in the form of carbon dioxide and you'll um, lose water through your urine because your kidneys will utilize it and um, you'll sweat it out as well. So two ways that you'll like reduce um, weight. So that's not to be confused by you need to sweat <laughs> to burn fat. Yeah, that's I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, and what I mean is this when is you what... actually burn fat, you when you've gone through the, the deficit and you've burned the fat out of your body, what happens is then you 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 re, it comes out of your body in two ways: is water and carbon dioxide. So you breathe it out, you sweat it out, and you pee it out. But I don't mean that when you're sweating. <laughs> You're literally taking yeah. out fat out of your body. When you're sweating, you're literally just cooling your body down. <laughs> I'm <Is> glad <laughs> you said that because people do get confused with that. Yeah, everyone's going to be like wearing suits and <laughs> yes, exactly. jumpers in the summer <laughs> thinking that that's burning calories. That's not how you burn calories. Um, you still need to be in a calorie deficit. You can't yes. just eat like a big, big fat pizza, put on a jumper and sweat. And then that's, that, that, that's not how fat loss works. Fat loss works by a calorie deficit. And that, that's literally it. So you could, and when people say, oh, like, what, about, what, what do I need to eat? And what do I need to, like, obviously you do need to eat healthily for health reasons. You need to have enough fiber in your body. You do need to like focus on all these things. But that being said, if like, let's say you just ate McDonald's and you were eating 1600 calories in the 2000 calorie example that we gave today. If you're eating 2000 calories, like, I mean, you burn 2000 calories a day, but then you were eating McDonald's and you were still in 6,000, like 1600 calories a day, you would lose fat. You would burn fat because you're creating a deficit. It may not be ideal in terms of like, um, filling you up because the calories, the meal may be that 1600 calories. So you may be eating once a day. That's mm. not ideal in that way. You may not be getting enough nutrients. Yes. All of those things is true. You may not be getting enough fiber. So you may not be able to poo properly. Yeah, you do need to look at all these things, but the main first principle, we're just talking about how does fat loss work today. <coughs> Sorry, it works by creating a calorie deficit. Yeah. And that is, the most, activity, yeah. that is the most important part. I think when people are new to fat loss as well, you don't want to make it too complicated. So it's always good to focus on the most important thing, which is the calorie deficit and then work your way through. Mm. So obviously then you can start to focus on how much protein you're having and everything else. But yeah, yeah you've got to get yourself into that deficit. And for anyone who's listening to this advice thinking, well, what about health? Like how does that actually improve your health? If you're just <clears throat> losing fat and you're eating whatever you want. We're not suggesting you eat whatever you want. 80% of the food should definitely come from healthy sources. But what I mean is if you focus on calories first and you start to reduce weight, especially if you're overweight, so you're not overweight, then this may not apply to you. But I mean, if you're drastically overweight, you're obese, you have a lot of body fat to you, that's more damaging to your health. And eating more in an excess of calories, adding more weight to you is more damaging to your health than eating healthily, if that makes sense. Mm. So if you go into a calorie deficit, and you, even if you're carrying on eating like some of the foods you're still eating, and they may not be necessarily healthy for you, by reducing weight will improve your health. So major when, when people are largely overweight or obese, simply by reducing your body mass by 10%, mm. 
will allow you to see majority of the health benefits you're ever going to see when it comes to weight loss. So let's say you were 80 kilos and you lost eight kilos just by going to 72 kilos. If this is if you're overweight, not if you're a healthy 80 kilo person. I mean, if you're overweight and, you're, and your class is obese or your class is overweight and you're in the unhealthy category, reducing your weight by that 10% will simply, even if you, you're not happy with where you are and the way you look, you'll see majority of the health benefits you'll see in terms of like <coughs> improve like insulin sensitivity and improve like blood levels, all these things that you're, you're, you're going to see. So yeah, that's how fat loss works. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you have any questions, drop us a message, anything you'd like help with, drop us a message. You can reach us through the direct messages on Instagram or Facebook or simply drop us an email. Um, and yeah, we will catch you soon.